Yo, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. All right. So what I want to talk to you about on this podcast uh, is about some stuff that I did when I was a kid. If you're like me, you probably got into some shit back in the day. Uh, Now, I don't know. Maybe some of you were goody two shoes. (laughs) And then maybe some of you were just straight up thugs that just, you know, derelicts that couldn't stay out of trouble. Uh, well, I was neither, but I was the kind of kid who, you know, would from time to time, you know, do mischievous things. Um, as the old people would say, I was sneaky, (laughs) just to say the least. Uh, and how I came to this discussion on this podcast was, um, I was uh, recently home back in my hometown, uh, Florence, South Carolina. Shout out to shout out to the crib and um, left Atlanta and went home. And it's home is like Florence is uh, four hours from Atlanta. So uh, not just on the drive there, but, you know, just being at home, being at my mom's house and, um, you know, going to my aunt's house and, uh, you know, seeing family and friends. you know, it always gets me in a in a nostalgic mood, if you will. And uh, on this particular trip, I just I just took a trip down memory lane about, you know, some dumb shit that I did growing up. Uh, and, and I really do consider myself to be a very intelligent young man. Uh, that being said, I had a few moments where I did some dumb shit. And, you know, we all. If you if you were a kid, like you did dumb shit. And so like I, I grew up in the 80s and the 90s and, you know, I knew right from wrong. You know, I wasn't going to rob anybody or sell dope or anything like that. But, you know, I was going to do dumb shit from time to time. Uh, nevertheless, I got a couple stories. <laughs> All right. So the first dumb thing that I did um I had to have been I want to say I was like 10 years old or something. I, yeah, it was probably about 9 or 10. And um I never forget it. Uh we were at my aunt's house and um just, you know, kicking it playing in the yard and I was with my cousin Eric. Uh and my cousin Eric is he, I'm nine months older than him, and we're our mothers or sisters. We're cousins by law, but we're really brothers, you know. Um, so, me and Eric been together all of our lives. I've been in his life all his life. So, <laughs> so we were in school together, same grade, whole nine. Um, so at this particular point, I was like maybe 10 or 11 he was 9 or 10 let's just say I was 11 he was 10 and um 
I'll never forget. It was a summer day and uh, there was this big oak tree in my aunt's front yard. And so uh, somehow, you know, (laughs) and it's kind of funny because normally when we were kids, like I would be the leader and then Eric would follow me. But this time Eric was being the leader and I was following him. He's like, hey, man, we should climb up that tree. And so I was like, "Okay, cool. You know, I didn't think anything of it. Let's bet we'll climb up the tree. So we climb up the tree. Well, he climbs up the tree first. Right. And there's this huge branch and he climbs up the tree and he's I don't know. He's probably about a good 13, 14 feet off the ground. Um, There's this big branch and he's standing on the branch and he was like, yo, I'm going to grab. I'm going to jump off this branch. I'm going to jump up and grab the branch above me and swing on that branch. And the branch, you know, that he was standing on was pretty sturdy. Uh, It was huge. And um, the branch that he grabbed, you know, looked even it wasn't as thick, but it was still sturdy. And so he was swinging on the branch. Okay, so he did that and swung swung on a branch, you know, like (laughs) like Tarzan, I guess. And so he said, you should do it, too. I was like, "Okay, bet. And I'll never forget because it was a Sunday and uh, we'd gone over there after church. And so I'm in my play. Shout out to play clothes. <laughs> you had to be in your in your play clothes back then. You couldn't be in your good school clothes. Um, so I was in my play clothes, came out of church, got in my play clothes and we're in the front yard. And um, so I'm following him and he swings on the branch. I was like, OK, all right, cool. I, I climbed up the tree, stood on the branch, swung on the branch just like he did. And it was fun because we were so high off the ground. It was really, really dope. All right. So the next day I go back over there and, um, you know, (laughs) following behind Eric, he says, hey, I think we should, uh, you know, get on that tree again. I was like, all right, cool. So he goes up, he stands on the branch, he swings, you know, he jumps, swings on the branch, comes back down. I do the same thing. Swing, swing on the branch, come back down. He gets on the branch again jumps up swings on it comes back down and so i'm you know i'm like okay i already i was already successful the first time so i'm like not even thinking about anything and so i climb up jump grab the branch and i'm not even hanging on the branch for two seconds the branch breaks The branch breaks and I come falling some 12 feet down to the ground. And when I hit the ground, my left wrist snaps. I've got a broken wrist. And I was in so much pain. I was crying. I was trying to hold my wrist. And it was just like, I, I, I'd i never seen it. It didn't look broken, but it, it was broken. And so we run inside and I'm crying. And he's like, Kyle fell out the tree. <laughs> Not that I jumped out of the tree. His words were, Kyle fell out of the tree. 
So my mom's panicking and everything. So they take they rush me to the hospital. And, you know, it's not bleeding or anything, but it's just broken. I mean, like, it's clearly broken. And so they fit me for a cast and put it in the cast. And, you know, at this time, my mom, she's not even fussing. She's just trying to make sure I'm okay. She's trying to keep me calm. So they put me in a cast. And what was interesting was we had, um, my aunt had just, we just gotten a pool at my aunt's house, right? And my mom had just signed me up for swimming lessons. So guess who couldn't get in a pool for the next eight weeks? <laughs> and so my, I never forget my mom paid $40 for swimming lessons. And she was hot that her money had gone to, you know, the way she was like, I don't know how you're going to learn how to swim because, you know, I wasted my money on the swimming lessons and now you can't go. And I couldn't get a waterproof cast or anything like that. And so I was extremely determined to learn how to swim and and when i came out of that cast i did but again doing dumb shit who jumps in a tree to jump on a branch not thinking that the branch at some point was going to break that would be me (laughs) but again doing dumb shit um oh there was another time i did some dumb shit uh, this was my senior year in high school. Uh, riding with the fellas, riding with some of my teammates. We were in a car and my mom, <laughs> she always told me, you know, me and my brother, like, look, I don't care what you do. I don't care where you go. You never get in a car with, you know, three or four other guys because, you know, racial profile. Well, she didn't call it racial profile. She said, those stinking ass cops are going to pull you over. And, you know, I mean, she was definitely right on that. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I never get like for some reason there was a um, breakout, if you will, of <laughs> road signs being stolen. Now nobody necessarily knew who was stealing the road signs but road signs in our county in florence county were being stolen uh so so i happened to be in a car with i want to say it was four my four of my other teammates and we're just riding and um one of them says yo I think we should steal some road signs tonight. <laughs> and so naturally my response is huh? why would we do that? <laughs> Who wants to steal road signs? And they were just like, look, man, it's let's let's do it, man. We we're not doing nothing else. And therein lies the problem. When you're not doing something. And you want to do dumb shit, that's usually the time to do it when you're not doing anything productive. So we come up with the plan to go on a couple of these off the beaten paths to steal road signs. So I'm like, okay, well, what y'all, what, what kind of signs we're going to steal? We're going to steal a stop sign. We're going to steal a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna steal a, a crossing sign like what are we doing here 
And so they had planned on, okay, well, if we go here, we can we can go on this street and get a Florence County sign, which is the county where we live because we live in Florence. And if we go on this street right here, we can get a another sign and we can get a stop sign. And we get, so they, they, they got this plan. So it was five of us. So we had to steal five signs. So my man who was driving and I, and I hope that. I don't know if the statute of limitations. I mean, this is like this is like thirty years ago. <laughs> I hope the statute of limitations is over in the state of South Carolina. But anyway, so they had the plan, had the tools, and so basically, what you do is you just drive up to a sign, uh, you get out, somebody gets on somebody's shoulder, and you just unscrew the bolts and jump in. And and if you if you're quick, you can get it done basically in less than a minute. And, you know, but the 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 thing is, you got to do it on a street that isn't busy enough to where, you know, somebody can see you. So the plan is working. So we go on these streets, we get a stop sign, we get a crossing sign, we get a uh, <laughs> we get a uh, I think we got a dead end sign on one street. Um so the plan was to go to this other street to get a Florence County sign. Well, we get there and there's no Florence County sign, but there's a Darlington County sign and Darlington County is the next County over. Right. And so I was like, yo, I'm gonna get that one. So, <laughs> I mean, again, I live in Florence County. Why in the hell would I be stealing a Darlington County sign? I don't know. So I steal it. So we, we jump out the car, jump on my man's shoulder, unscrew it. Boom, 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 boom. Hop back in the whip. We ride. So we're riding and we got five stolen road signs in the trunk of his car. And so we're happy. We're laughing. Yo, man, let's go to McDonald's. Okay, bet. So we ride to McDonald's. We go to McDonald's. On the way to McDonald's, we, we stop at the gas station, get some gas. Jump back in the car, going to McDonald's. We go to McDonald's, walk inside, get our orders. Cool. All right, it's time for us to go home. We leave as soon as we pulled out of McDonald's parking lot. The police pull up right behind us. <laughs> Yo, you remember that scene in um, what was it, The Wood? <laughs> When my man was in the back seat and the cops pulled him over and he was like scared as hell and one was about to start crying. I wasn't about to start crying, but I just I was like, yo, this cannot be happening. My mom told me that we would, you know, not to ride four or five deep in a car because the cops would pull us over. And here it is. The cops get right behind us. I mean, it's like soon as we leave McDonald's and. But they didn't pull us over. But this cop, I mean, like when my boy who was driving, he's like, hey, man, everybody just be cool. Don't don't turn around. Don't turn around. And so I'm sitting in the back. I'm in. <laughs> I'm sitting in the back seat, sweating bullets. And so the cop pulls up beside us. He kind of he doesn't pull all the way beside us, but he pulls in just enough to see, you know, how many people in the car. Then he falls right back behind us. In the meanwhile, we're going through these stoplights or whatever, and we're still we're on the south side of Florence and we're trying to get to the north side where we live. And so the 
my heart is racing. I'm like, yo, all I all, and then at this time again, I'm a high school senior. I'm playing football. Uh, I'm being recruited by schools. All I can see is these scholarship offers being pulled because <laughs> this <laughs> this star wide receiver gets arrested for stealing road signs. <laughs> and so anyway, so we ride, we ride, we ride, and they and the cop is still but I'm like. Why is he messing with us? Like, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, dude, if you're going to pull us over, pull us over. And but what happened was he just stayed behind us. And I think what he wanted to do was to make sure that we were going to the north side of town. So we crossed these tracks. And when you cross the tracks, you're basically in, in North Florence, if you will. And so we crossed the tracks and he rode behind us for maybe about another half a mile. And then he turned off into another street. Man, when he turned off off the other street and was no longer behind us, man, I wanted to kiss the ground. <laughs> Doing dumb shit, man. Stealing road signs. So I get home and my man was like, yo, you want your sign? And I really was like, I really want to say, man, you keep your day. Keep that damn sign. What I mean, but. I was no dummy. I took the sign and walked walked in my house and put it in my room. And uh, amazingly, that sign is still at my house. So I still have a Darlington County sign, even though my house is in Florence. Doing dumb shit. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, oh, did I ever tell you all about the time I almost set my house on fire? <laughs> <laughs> once again me and my cousin eric um we were we had it been maybe about i was probably about 10 eric's like nine and um i think <laughs> i think eric had this fascination with fire because i remember him being the first one to show me how to do a blowtorch and what i mean by that is is that you would take a lighter and light it. And then you would take an aerosol, aerosol can, any type of aerosol can. It could be uh, spray paint. It could be, um, you know, Lysol, whatever the case may be. Shake up the can. And when you spray it and you spray it over the lighter that's lit, it comes out like a blow. Is The fire comes out like a blowtorch. So we would, you know, Eric, <laughs> Eric was <laughs> would set like ants on fire and any type of, you know, little insects that he would find. He, you know, he'd burn them or whatever. So, not, I mean, nothing crazy. He, <laughs> looking back on it, it might have been crazy, but, you know, no, no, no animals were killed. All right. So check it. So Eric's like, yo, let's get some pine straw. So, you know where we lived you know these big pine trees and pine straw would fall from the trees or whatever in the fall and so we had we we were just playing with pine straw we were just you know kind of stacking the pine straw up and you know just I, I don't know why we just decided to make these big piles of pine straw so he gets the bright idea hey let's take it on the porch okay so we go on the porch and so he goes inside 
the house. <laughs> and he comes back outside with a lighter. <laughs> and he's like, yo, let's light the pine straw. And I was like, okay. I didn't think anything of it. Now, fortunately for us, our our porch was brick, right? It wasn't like a wooden porch or anything like that. So he goes in the house and <laughs> he get he comes back with a lighter and I, I see him trying to flick the lighter as he was walking out the door and he really couldn't get it to flick. So he gets out there and he's about to light the pine straw or he's trying to light the pine straw, but the lighter isn't really clicking the way that it should. So it's not getting lit or it's not, it's lighting it, but it's not, not really catching on fire, if you will. Cause the, the light coming from the, the fire coming from the lighter isn't strong enough to light it, if you will. <laughs> and for some reason, uh, we had this neighbor <laughs> who lived across the street. Uh, and if you remember the show two, two, seven, remember the character Pearl, who was like always hanging out of her window and knew everything that was going on, on on the block or whatever like that in the building. Um, we had our version of Pearl, (laughs) uh, her name is Miss Grimes. And so Miss Grimes decides she's, she's hanging on the window. So she's seeing Eric and I lighting the pine straw on our porch not thinking that in one fell swoop we could burn the whole damn house down right so <laughs> so we don't see we don't see miss grimes right we don't see her she's in her window and i guess what she did was she went inside and called our house cuz i do remember the hearing the phone ring and she called the house and so Eric's mom, my aunt, she comes outside and she was like, what the hell are y'all doing? And just when she did that, Eric got the, he got the pine straw to light really, really good. And <laughs> so the fire starts and yo, my aunt opens the door. She's yelling at us and she jumps outside and she jumps on top of the fire and she stomps it out really, really quick before it could really, really, you know, get big. And I'm going to be honest, we didn't think for one second that we could burn the house down. Why? Because we were just doing dumb shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Memories. Um, Last one. And I've talked about this on my blog, uh, but I've never talked about it on the podcast. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) i remember this one i'll never forget this so june 1988 never forget it uh it was the last day of school right (laughs) so eric and i are up again it's eric it's me and eric again you know (laughs) freaking frack and uh, we're up getting ready for school. Whole house is quiet. Nobody's doing anything. Just me and him. And uh, <laughs> I remember when I came downstairs, you know, to, to eat breakfast, 
I remember seeing this little black bag beside the couch. And I'd seen the black bag before. In the black bag was my aunt's gun. And I'd never been around a gun, never held a gun. Um, so, you know, I'm not really, and, and, and my father was in Vietnam and, uh, he never, he never bought us water guns. So like I didn't, and the reason, and there was a reason behind it. His, his reasoning was, was that he didn't want us to get comfortable with the idea of shooting a gun because, uh, he had gone to Vietnam and, you know, he, he said he saw the destruction that a gun could do to the human body. And, you know, he saw, you know, people in his troop infantry or whatever you call it, get injured, get killed. Uh, you know, and he didn't want to. And he's he said he's certain that he's killed people, you know, when he was in Vietnam. So uh, so we didn't have we didn't even have grow up having water guns. So. Um, <laughs> so anyway. So I saw this little black bag. So I didn't pay it any attention. Kept going, right? And so I went out the room, came back, and when I walked back in the room, Eric's holding the gun, and I'm like, "Yo, what are you doing with that?" And he was like, "Well," he said, "I think our aunt was cleaning the gun last night." And she must have left it out. And so he said the bag, the black bag was sitting here by the couch. So I just picked up the gun out of the bag. And so I'm like, okay. And so he's looking at it. He's, you know, <laughs> he's spinning it on his finger like he's in the wild, wild west. And so at one point, he's like, pow, 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 like that. <laughs> And he points it at me and I'm like, yo, 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 don't point that shit at me. And he was like, man, ain't nothing in, the, in this gun. He's like, the clip ain't even in. I'm like, oh, okay. And he showed me the clip. So I saw the clip. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, that's what's up. And so I'm still, you know, trying to get my breakfast, get myself together. And I walk out the room, walk back in. And he's still holding the gun. So at this point, <laughs> curiosity gets the best of me. So I'm like, yo, let me hold it. And he's like, you want to hold it? Because, you know, I, I, I didn't I didn't really fool with guns like that. And I mean, he had been hunting before and stuff like that. And he's, you know, fired guns before or whatever. So, you know, and again, it's 88, so I'm, you know, so we're, we're, I think we had just, we just, we were just about to finish the 10th grade, so we're old, we're old enough to know <laughs> that this ain't what we should be doing, so anyway, he hands me the gun, and I remember, you know, doing the same thing he was doing, pow, 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 <laughs> I can't believe I was doing that dumb shit, so anyway, I remember holding the gun in my left hand and Eric was in the kitchen. I was standing in the living room with the gun in my hand. And I remember this was the first time that I actually, because all before I was holding it just in my palm 
and I wasn't touching the trigger. Right. So something said, hey, you might as well touch the trigger and, you know, do that and do your pow, 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 pow. (laughs) So I touched the trigger and keep in mind, I again, this is the first time that I've ever held a gun. And when I tell you, I barely I barely touched the trigger. I mean, like my finger just grazed the trigger. And the next thing I know. Yes. All I see is fire. (laughs) All I see is fire coming from that gun. I have shot a gun in the house. I'm standing there like, oh, shit. And Eric's like, oh, shit. (laughs) And so the smoke is from the gun. And I'm like, and I dropped it. And I was like, man, I thought you said the gun. I thought you said, you you know, there were no bullets in it. He was like, man, I told you I I took um, I took the, the clip out. He didn't tell me about the one in the chamber. Oh, God, this is not good. This is not good. So by this time. Again, everybody in the house is asleep until you hear the gunshot. Now we got to try to figure out what the hell we going to do with this gun. Or at least I got to try to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with this gun. And what am I going to say? Because. Everybody's going to be coming in the room wondering why the gun went off. So I quickly scrambled, picked the gun up off the floor, put it in the bag, put the <laughs> put the bag back on the uh, on the on the floor near the couch. Meanwhile, what I did not realize was that when I shot the gun, I'm standing in the living room. The bullet goes through the living room wall through the next room over which is our family room through the (laughs) through the chimney the brick chimney outside oh boy so in what seemed like minutes but probably wasn't that long after that my aunt comes running in what the hell's going on what the hell's going on and I'm like I don't know. I don't know. The, 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 and I'm stuttering. The, 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 the gun went off. The gun went off. What happened? Did you, did you shoot the gun? No, I didn't. I was. We were just sitting here and the gun just went off. <laughs> so my mom comes downstairs. She's yelling, what the hell's going on? What the hell's going on? And I was like, I don't know. The gun just went off. We were sitting right here and the gun went off. So let me paint a picture for you. So what I'm trying, the lie that I'm trying to tell is that the gun, which was in its bag on the floor, (laughs) went off and shot a hole in the wall uh, that was probably about at least three feet high, which looking back on it now is not humanly possible to happen. But that was the lie that I was going to tell. 
So my mom came downstairs and she was just, you know, so she was, what the hell was going to say? I mean, like she was upset. And so at this time, it's really time for me and Eric to go to school. Last day of school. So we only got a half day of school, right? So <laughs> I don't know how we did it, but we made it out of the house. We get out of the house. We get in the car. I'm like, yo, Eric, we're going to have to let <laughs> We're going to have to keep this lie going. <laughs> and Eric's like, okay, wh- wh- what are we going to do? I was like, look, here's what we're going to tell them. We're, we're just going to stick with the story that we said. And no matter what, I said, now, now they're going to try to, they're going to try to, to break us. I was like, but we got to stick to this story. I was like, cause if not, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. So those four hours at school flew by. <laughs> so we get home. When we get home. We walk in the door. My mom's there. My aunt, my uncle, my brother, my little brother. I mean, like every. <laughs> it felt. It felt like everybody in the world was in that room. <laughs> so hole still in the wall. You know. Uh, the gun was gone. And so Monk was like, sit down. He's like, I want to know what happened this morning. And so I looked at Eric. Eric looked at me. And so we proceeded to, t- <laughs> to tell the same lie. So they said, Eric, what happened? So Eric t- told a lie. He said, look, the bag was on the floor. We saw it. We don't know what happened. We were sitting here. And the gun just went off. So, Kyle, what happened? The bag was sitting there and the gun just went off. And so, like, the whole time, like, looking back on it now, between my mom, my aunt, my uncle, I mean, you could see the steam coming from their heads and their eyes, like, bloodshot red because they knew we were lying. But, like, you know, they couldn't kill us right then. And we were we, we were too old to be getting spanking. So, you know, that wasn't going to happen. But so we, man, we lied. We told, I mean, like they asked us twice and we gave the same story. But now I will say this much. And I got to shout my cousin Eric out, man. Eric was a G because <laughs> he wasn't going to fold. <laughs> he wasn't going to fold. He, he stuck with it. I mean, he's riding. He's still my man. Still loving to death. He, he was going to ride the lie out. So in what felt like hours, but it might have been, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. I just I came to the realization like, look, you can't <laughs> you can't keep this lie going. <laughs> you got you got to tell the truth, G. So I remember I stood up. I said, look, all right, I'm going to tell you all what happened. And this is the truth. And so I told him what happened, told him that my finger just grazed the trigger. All I saw was a red spark. I dropped the gun. We panicked, blah, 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 blah. I saw the smoke. We tried to get, we were, try, <laughs> we were trying to fan the gun smoke, the residue smoke that was in the room. So 
my aunt, you know, she was upset. She was just like, I didn't mean to leave the gun out. She was like, but, you know, you, you could have killed yourself or, you know, if you had pointed it at yourself or pointed it at Eric, you could have killed. And, that, and you know, that was the sad part about it. And once that reality kind of hit me, I was I was shook. I was like, damn, I ain't really even think about it like that because you just, you know, you never know. But you hear about, you know, guns and, and kids um, and these type of accidents all the time. And so, uh, you know, my mom and my uncle, you know, they both spoke and they were extremely disappointed. I think they were upset that it happened, but they were even more upset that, you know, the two of us lied about it. Right. So they did. <laughs> my mom said, you're going to be on punishment for the rest of the summer. And we had just got out of school. So she was like, look. You on house arrest. No TV, no phone, no going outside. Man, you might as well send me to prison. <laughs> you might as well send me to prison. Because in 88, that's what you did. You hung outside with your buddies. You talked on the phone and you watched TV. I mean, like, if this was, you know. 2018 i mean it would be no big deal i'd be like all right cool i'll just sit here and mess around on my iphone I, you know i'll mess around on the internet but in 88 nah you couldn't do that so it was like and i literally spent the entire summer in the crib no phone calls i remember there was this girl <laughs> there was this girl at my school in my class that was really trying to holler at me and I couldn't I couldn't call her she actually gave my man her number and told him to tell told him to tell me to call her I couldn't call her and the whole summer went by and I never called her and she ended up talking to some other dude I mean so I I, I never left the house I was literally on house arrest I left the house uh, my uncle got married that summer. We went to his wedding, and that was the only <laughs> that was the only daylight I saw. <laughs> and I, I mentioned, you know, before we had a pool. So imagine having, you know, cats having a pool party, or your friends, your my friends would come over and swim in my pool, and I was in the house. I couldn't even come outside. You know how whack that was. But that's what happens, man. When I mean, you do dumb shit, uh, you know. And now, naturally, as a father, a father of four that that I am, uh, you know, my wife and and we, you know, and we talk about our childhoods all the time with our kids and you know things of that nature. I'm very fortunate and blessed that they haven't done any dumb shit like this, um, you know. But <laughs> knock wood, <laughs> there's still time. <laughs> but um. But yeah, man, I mean, let this be, you know, a cautionary tale to, to anybody listening, particularly some of the, the, the younger people who listen to this podcast. Uh, whatever you do, hey, man, don't do no dumb shit. <laughs> Thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.